Hello, this is Hannah. And I'm Sarah, and this is Wingspan and Witches. So, a little bit about us. We are sisters, and we love to read and share books between us. Um, For me, how I got into reading was really the Mary-Kate and Ashley mystery books, and they were fantastic. And then it kind of segued into Harry Potter, and then I did a deep, deep dive into the fantasy world. And I have been struggling there ever since. Um, my love of books started oh, Junie B. Jones, going into elementary school, so good times. And then also Harry Potter, and we've just been chilling in the pool of fantasy for way too long, and we can't find a way out. <laughs> Absolutely not, and I refuse to. Um, Reading kind of transports me into a different world, and I think that's why I don't really love nonfiction, because I (laughs) don't, I just, I can't sit down and focus and pay attention to that. I need to be completely transported into a different setting, and that's why I love fantasy, because it takes you out of this world and puts you smack dab in the middle of another one i can read (laughs) whoops i can read um any like other things other than fantasy i like romance and oh yeah romance is good and true crime um (laughs) um i just fantasy is my favorite just because it does transport you to a different place and it kind of helps you deal with sort of things you didn't know you were dealing with until you kind of read about them from a character and like a magical perspective too um so my most recent read is the bridgerton books i'm working through um first one all right second one fantastic so much banter so much wit the third one homegirl compromised too much i don't like that she, and it's not like compromise on small things. It's like compromising on big things, you know? Mm. So I'm going to start reading the Inheritance games because I've heard this like dives out and I'm excited about it. I just finished Redeeming Love by Francine Rivers and it was phenomenal. It made me cry a lot. Um, and then also, I read that in two days. And then the book I read before that was um, The Atlas Six. And that is... Very good. Left you on a cliffhanger. And there's not a second book anywhere near release yet. So that was very hard to deal with. But it tells the story from six different people's perspectives. So it's kind of hard to like keep up with all of their different stories and what's going on. But it was very good. I'm anxiously awaiting the second one. <laughs> um, but today we are talking about Clockwork Angel by Cassandra Clare. And it is part of the Infernal Devices series. It's the first book, and it follows Tessa Gray, a 17-year-old in Victorian England in London, as she travels to London to meet up with her brother, who has promised her a better life. And when she gets there, he, he has sent two women to come pick her up, and they are not actually good Mm. they are called the dark sisters and they kind of show tessa that she has this power and teach her how to use it 
where she can transform into any body as long as she is touching an object of theirs. And so they train her in that, and then they decide that she's ready to meet the Magister. And when that happens, she tries to escape, she fails, they lock her up, and then she's rescued by Will Herondel, who is a shadow hunter. And from there, she's kind of thrust into this shadow world and meets a lot of people along the way. And there's a lot of twisty turns in the middle and the end. And it kind of dives, if you haven't read other Shadowhunter Chronicles by Cassandra Clare, um, it goes kind of into what they are, like a Shadowhunter. Um, it's kind of a mix between a human and an angel, and they fight demons. And they kind of protect what they call mundanes, which is other whole humans. Real humans, muggles, <laughs> what have you. <laughs> this book refers to them as mundanes. So, yes, there she meets James and Will, who are BFFs, Paravitae, bonded soul warriors, all that kind of thing. And... I love them. My favorite character out of almost any character ever is Jim Carstairs. Gosh, I love the man. He is the purest of souls. The purest of souls. Like, oh my goodness, I have no words for how much I love him. When before I met my husband, when I first read these books and I was falling in love with Jim throughout the whole series, I prayed that my husband would be gentle and compassionate and wise in the way that Jim is. And that was like one of the core things that I searched for when I was looking for art. One of my core standards in a man that I wanted to be my husband. And you got it. Sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> so book boyfriend can come to life <laughs> <laughs> if you're sm smart and wise and patient <laughs> noted a very 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 patient noted <laughs> um my favorite character is tessa gray the main character just because she is so strong and caring even after all the stuff that she's been dealt in her 17 years of life she is she just cares about everyone. And even if you do her wrong, she will try to see the best in you. And that's what I'm trying to, you know, work on myself. Is yeah, and she also doesn't take any crap. Like, she... No, she will hold her own in a witty banter or defending herself with words or weapons. <laughs> yes, she is just... She's strong all around. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons I really liked... This series from Cassandra Clare is, like, the character development aspect of it. Like, all of the characters in these books have such character growth. Um, whether they're villains or the main characters or even, like, side characters, I feel like she still gives them a story arc that shows that they are humans and they are evolving. And they, what they go through changes them. And it can either change for the better or the worse but you see both sides of it yes um 
And I think she does a really good job of that in this series specifically. Yes. You just fall so in love with all of these characters. And it is very hard to... It's really hard to pick a favorite because Will Herondell is a very close runner-up. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) He is witty and smart and him and Tessa bond over their love of books. and Him and Jim's relationship is just... So sweet. Oh my gosh, it is the cutest thing in the whole world. Like, I want that kind of best friend for myself. What am I? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so my favorite part of this book is the scene where Tessa meets Jim. And she, like, wakes up, and she hears this music from her bedroom, and it's, she thinks it's a violin, so she goes out of her room and tries to find the source of the music, and it's coming from across the hall, and when she opens the door, Jim goes, Will? Will, is that you? And then him and Tessa get to meet, and then Will shows up, and there's just a lot of banter and... Emotion. Yeah. And... It kind of sets up the three of them for, like, the relationship that is to come between the three of them. Yes. Was, yeah. In an anthropal way. Yes. yes in an anthropal <laughs> way. Like, um, my favorite part of this book is Tessa is very sad about living in London. She says it's dreary. dreary. So Jim offers to take her to see his favorite spots. And so it's them going around London, looking at, like, all the beautiful aspects of it through his eyes. And it's just, you see them really bond and connect. And it's just, like, one of the parts that I really started to like his character. I mean, I've always loved his character, but that was one of, like, the best parts, I think, for me. Was, like, seeing how he saw past, like, her ability like, her magical abilities, and just saw her as a person. Mm. And I think that's why I always loved Jim, is because he saw so much deeper into who Tessa and everyone around him was than just what was presented to him. Yes. Um, One of my favorite quotes from Jim is, whatever you are physically, male or female, strong or weak, ill or healthy, all those things matter less than what your heart contains. If you have the soul of a warrior, you are a warrior. Whatever the color, the shape, the design of the shade that conceals it, the flame inside the lamp remains the same. You are that flame. He's so good with words and violence. Well, I mean, <laughs> Cassie Claire is good with words. Yes, but like... <laughs> yes, but Jim is... But... Yeah. He just sees people for what they truly are. He sees the best in them. And even when he sees the worst in them, he's like, I know the real them. I know this is not truly them. This is the outer shell. And he just... I feel like he's very good at reading people and what they need in their lives and what they need to hear. Mm-hmm. My favorite, favorite quote of this whole book is part of the witty, witty banter that goes on between the three of them. Where Will is talking about how he had been robbed, which he thought was a little girl. It turned out to be a 
a dwarf by the name of Six Finger Nigel. And he's talking the next day about having like somewhere to be that night. And Tessa, being witty and sarcastic as she is, says, Goodness, Tessa said, if you keep seeing Six Finger Nigel like this, he'll expect you to declare your intentions. And that really just... Like, the banter between the two of them. The three of them, really. The three of them, yes. Is just one of my favorite parts because they can be witty and sarcastic with each other. But they all know deep down that it's they care about each other more than anything. And, like, they will always put the other person ahead of themselves. Yeah. The banter kind of starts from, like, the very first time that Will and Tessa meet, too. Um as they're like escaping through this house that Tessa has been locked up in, um, Will says it's like the ninth circle of hell down here because it was so hot. And Tessa automatically is like, the ninth circle of hell is cold. And referring to the inf- Dante's Inferno, like describing hell as cold, it's covered in ice. And then he says, let me give you a piece of advice. The handsome young fellow who's trying to rescue you from a hideous fate is never wrong, not even if he says the sky is purple and made of hedgehogs. That is also one of my favorite quotes <laughs> because that's like one of the first times you meet Will and he's already just so sarcastic and lovable, but she is so quick to correct him every time he's wrong throughout these books and it just cracks me up because she isn't scared of hurting anyone's feelings. She's like, no, you're wrong. I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Yep. And then his fear of ducks is just... Bloodthirsty little beast. (laughs) (laughs) Cannibals. (laughs) (gasps) All right. We will talk more about the rest of the series in podcast to come. Yes. This is my all-time favorite book series and just stopping after the first one to do this podcast hurt my soul. So I'm yeah, excited. I just wanted to keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> so excited to read the second one um, and talk more about it. So I feel like you introduce a lot of new more characters in that one. Mm-hmm. There's more. There's a lot more action going on. It'll there's be... also a lot more romance. Yes. Yeah, so there's a lot more to unpack in this. <laughs> yes. And this book is very um, low-level steam. Yes. There's not like any smutty on the scenes. Yeah, there's there's no spice really. No, um, it's more of you get more of the pining kind of love and like the build up of the love. Yeah, very PG thirteen. This is very good. <laughs> yes, yes, because there are some other books in young adult fantasy that are spicy. very heavy on the spicy scale. Yes, and sometimes you just don't want to read about that. Yeah. I think this is good for, like, the younger audience of yeah. the young adult scale. Yes, because I read this in high school, and it was fine yes. for then. I just completely ignored everything that was happening around me because I was so invested, but yeah. very as, safe. As you do with a good book. <laughs> very safe for yes. younger-aged readers. All right. Well, Shout out to our dad for... <laughs> encouraging us to do this encouraging slash forcing slash came up with all the names <laughs> love you Harold <laughs> well thank you for listening yes and we'll be back next time with Clockwork Princess
Prince. Prince. Jeez. Get it together, Ham. Oh, well, this has been nothing about Wingspan or witches, but thanks for listening. I mean, one of the Dark Witch Sisters is, is a witch. witch. Oh, Warlock. Same thing. Warlock is just a male witch with a hat. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> see you guys later. Bye. <laughs>